The Kavanaugh hearings are long since over, and Brett Kavanaugh is a Supreme Court justice. But the fallout from the Democrat strategy to derail him continues. There are now four referrals to the FBI and DOJ over false allegations made against Brett Kavanaugh. The latest is that according to Chuck Grassley, a left-wing activist has confessed to making up the claims in order to get attention and to try and derail Brett Kavanaugh's confirmation hearing. That means there are four people who have either partially or completely retracted their claims against Brett Kavanaugh. Now, I don't know why the Democrats decided to use this strategy when there are legitimate reasons to question Brett Kavanaugh, but perhaps it's because they thought they were going to lose no matter what, and this is what they decided to use against him. But it didn't work. Their plan failed, and now they are facing the repercussions. So today, let's start with the breaking news, the letter from Chuck Grassley referring this woman to the DOJ and FBI. But before we get started, please head over to patreon.com forward slash TimCast to help support my work. Patrons are the backbone of the content I create, so if you like what I do and you want to see more videos, please go to patreon.com and become a patron today. From USA Today, quote, I was angry and I sent it. Fourth Kavanaugh accuser referred to FBI after recanting. They say just days before the midterm elections, Senator Chuck Grassley asked the federal authorities on Friday to investigate another person he says made false claims against Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. Grassley, in a letter to the Justice Department and FBI, said a woman by the name of Judy Monroe Layton took responsibility for authoring an anonymous letter that made allegations against Brett Kavanaugh. After she was tracked down and interviewed by Senate investigators, the woman recanted and said she was not the author and had never met Kavanaugh. Grassley claims the woman is a left-wing activist and told investigators it was just a ploy, he wrote in the letter. Her full comments to investigators were not made available, and efforts by USA Today to reach Monroe Layton were unsuccessful. The letter marks the fourth request Grassley has made to federal authorities to investigate those involved in the controversial Kavanaugh proceedings, which were extended due to a series of assault allegations surfacing when Kavanaugh was in high school and college. Kavanaugh has denied all the allegations. Grassley has thus far asked federal authorities to investigate Julie Swetnick, who accused Kavanaugh of drunken behavior and assault, Michael Avenatti, her lawyer who also represented Stormy Daniels, and a man who was never publicly identified, but recanted an allegation he'd made against Kavanaugh. We now have three complete retractions and one partial. Julie Swetnick walked back some of her claims in an interview with NBC News. The unnamed woman presented by Michael Avenatti as a witness to Swetnick's claims retracted basically everything in her affidavit and said that Michael Avenatti twisted her words. We then had a man who made claims about Brett Kavanaugh in Rhode Island retract his claims, and now a fourth woman, according to Chuck Grassley, is confessing to making everything up. According to a letter sent by Grassley about the latest story and the latest retraction, they say, Committee investigators began investigating Ms. Monroe Layton's allegations, given her relatively unique name. Committee investigators were able to use open source research to locate Ms. Monroe Layton and determine that she is one, a left-wing activist, two, decades older than Judge Kavanaugh, and three, lives in neither Washington, D.C. nor California, but in Kentucky. In order to investigate her claims, committee investigators first attempted to reach her by phone on October 3rd, 2018, but were unsuccessful. On October 29th, Committee investigators again attempted to contact, leaving a voicemail. In response, Ms. Monroe Layton left committee investigators a voicemail on November 1st, 2018. They say that she admitted, no, 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 I did that as a way to grab attention. I am not Jane Doe, but I did read Jane Doe's letter. I read the transcript of the call to your committee. I saw it online. It was news. 
She further confessed to the committee investigators, one, she just wanted to get attention, two, it was a tactic, and three, that was just a ploy. She told committee investigators that she had called Congress multiple times during the Kavanaugh hearing process, including prior to the time Dr. Ford's allegation surfaced, to oppose his nomination. He ended by saying, accordingly, in light of the seriousness of these facts and the threat these types of actions pose to the committee's ability to perform its constitutional duties, I hope you will give this referral the utmost consideration. Thank you for your prompt attention to this matter. Why did the Democrats use this line of attack against Brett Kavanaugh? They could have gone after his record, the things he's written about in terms of the National Defense Authorization Act, warrantless wiretapping, extrajudicial assassination, but instead they decided to bring about an uncorroborated allegation against him. Christine Blasey Ford didn't have any witnesses who could corroborate her story. She didn't know how she got to the party. She didn't know what time it happened. She didn't even know where it happened. No one confirmed anything she said. The claims weren't even that strong to begin with. Then we had Deborah Ramirez, who wasn't even sure if the person she was accusing was Brett Kavanaugh. Then Julie Swetnick came out with these ridiculous and extremely unbelievable claims about these parties where men would line up outside of rooms to abuse women. Many Democrats felt that Michael Avenatti bringing this forward actually hurt their strategy against Brett Kavanaugh. But why would they try this line of attack anyway? You could challenge Kavanaugh, but if you want to ask me, I think there's one good reason. It's because the Democrats also support the things that Brett Kavanaugh supports. And if they call him out for it, then they would be restricted as well. I also think they they decided to use this line of attack because it was the only thing they could do to actually derail Kavanaugh. But as we are learning now, four people, one person partially retracted, three others have completely retracted their claims. So what is a reasonable person supposed to believe this close to the midterms? That we should believe all women? Well, now we're learning it was lies. And I've got another problem with what happened. If you genuinely believe that Brett Kavanaugh did these things, why did you stop the protests after he was confirmed? I don't believe any of this is honest. If you think that someone who committed the atrocities that Brett Kavanaugh was accused of doing made it to the Supreme Court, you'd think the protests would not stop. Instead, they disappeared the moment Kavanaugh was confirmed. Isn't that a little weird? That kind of bothers me. But it didn't disappear for Republicans because Chuck Grassley has continually referred these individuals to the FBI and the DOJ for criminal investigation. This is the type of thing that worries me. The idea that there is no truth but power or that might makes right. These are fascistic philosophies. And we're seeing time and time again, people on the left are trying to use lies to win politically. Three people completely retracted their claims against Kavanaugh. This is not up for dispute. These people lied. For what reason, we don't necessarily know. At least one of them, according to Chuck Grassley, lied because she was trying to derail Brett Kavanaugh. We can only assume the two other complete retractions are due to the same thing. At least one instance, the woman who was unnamed and retracted her claim said Avenatti twisted her words and refused to confirm the details from the affidavit. As for why Swetnick partially retracted some of her claims, I have no idea. But it definitely seems like these were false allegations meant to win politically for the left, regardless of what was true, regardless of the character of Brett Kavanaugh, regardless of what he even believed as a, as a federal judge. They would rather bring about a false line of attack. And I'm not saying they as in all the Democrats, the individuals on the left who felt it was appropriate to lie to gain power. That scares me. On my second channel yesterday, I talked about why I didn't want to vote for Democrats, and it's things like this. 
When I look at the Republicans, I look at people who aren't perfect by no means. Many politicians who do the same thing as everybody else. Many Republican politicians who have no idea what's going on. And they push for things that I don't believe in. But for the most part, they're doing what they've always done. Sometimes it's shady. Typically, it's just run-of-the-mill politics. They believe in policies I don't agree with. But when I look to the left, I see calls for violence from your mainstream left-wing personalities on Twitter. I see calls for incivility from politicians, and I see people making false allegations against somebody, disrupting their life, damaging their credibility for no reason other than they want power. They don't want this Supreme Court justice to be on the Supreme Court. And that is not how politics is supposed to work. Donald Trump won the presidency, in my opinion, for the most part, because the left has abandoned the working class in favor of identitarianism. They would say that a millionaire who is a minority, has less privilege than a homeless white man in many circumstances. Not all. I don't want to blanket everybody. But it's talk like this that worries the white working class in this country, so they voted for Trump. The left lost. The Democrats' strategy of embracing identity politics didn't work. And because of that, Trump is able to nominate judges as he see fits. In response, false allegations? This, this terrifies me of where this country might be going if the philosophy of there is no truth but power and might makes right continues to be prevalent among the left. And I'm not saying there aren't people on the right who don't also agree. But for the most part, as I said, when I look at the Republicans, they're doing the same thing they've always done. A lot of it I disagree with. I disagree with a lot of their policy. But the left is becoming, in my opinion, particularly scary. I could rant on this subject for a really long time, so I'm going to end now. Let me know what you think in the comments below. The midterms are coming up, and these referrals keep happening. If it's true that this woman did confess, I don't believe that Chuck Grassley is lying to the FBI. I think this is legitimate. And we know some of the other false accusations were retracted. It's in the news. Why would they do it? And how do you think it's going to impact the midterms? Because for me, I'll say it for the millionth time, it's, it is terrifying that this is the strategy being employed. But again, comment below. We'll keep the conversation going. You can follow me on Twitter at TimCast. Stay tuned. New videos every day at 4 p.m. And I've got more videos coming up on my second channel, youtube.com slash TimCastNews, starting at 6 p.m. So again, thanks for hanging out, and I'll see you all next time.